Monster Game Night is a dark comedy actual play podcast that contains personal and political horror. This show is not appropriate for children, and adults can find content warnings in our episode descriptions. Hello, and welcome to our continuing series of one-shots. My name is Russell, and our, I am our GM for tonight, and I am joined at the table with... I'm Mike, and I'm going to be playing Bobby Simmons. This is Ben, and I am playing Caleb Swasson. And this is Nick, and I'm playing Max Million. Our players tonight will be playing a kind of different game, which is Zombie World. It's a tabletop RPG uh, that doesn't require dice rolls. It's all done by the fate of the cards. We're going Yu-Gi-Oh style here tonight. So guess what, people? That means I might actually have a good game for once. Spoiler alert, he won't. Fuck you. <laughs> so let's go ahead and set the scene. We are greeted with a scenic view of the Kingsport skyline. Any other day, this skyline would look normal. But today, as we look upon the skylight, we see tendrils of smoke floating above the buildings in the downtown area. And we see a distinct lack of activity on the streets. We have gone six months into the future of a zombie apocalypse. Known as Z-Day, Patient Zero bit their first victim and caused a cascade of zombies to form across the nation and the world. Our survivors today are living inside of the Kingsport University Hospital located in downtown Kingsport. Every day is a struggle to survive. They have limited resources and an unlimited zombie horde surrounding them. I would like each of our characters to go around and describe themselves and uh, what they're doing in today's zombie apocalypse. Hey, I'm Mike. Usually you're a storyteller, but I get to be a player this evening. I'm going to be taking on the role of Bobby Simmons. Bobby Simmons is a older man in his 50s to 60s. His sense of fashion stopped in the 80s. He's got a denim jacket that's seen better days, a mullet that's a bit overgrown now since Z-Day made it so it's very hard to get proper grooming. He's always wearing large purple sunglasses. And he wears camo pants. He's a little bit more heavy set. He's got that kind of sense of old man strength about him. We see Bobby standing in a courtyard, watching as a class is being taught. He's carrying a large crowbar and swinging it up against his knee, just waiting for trouble to start. And currently leading the class is Caleb Swarson. He's a younger man younger looking than his years let on. He's in his late 30s, but most people would think that he would pass for 30 very easily. Very clean cut, shockingly clean cut for the situation that everyone's in currently. Um, pretty sh on the short side, close cropped hair, blue eyes. Usually you see him dressed pretty well. Probably the most he would dress down is like a collared golf shirt, pants always shirt always tucked into his pants, belts, decent shoes, always trying to look the part. And 
He's leading a class of children just in some basic arithmetic and spelling right now. All right, I am Nick, and I am playing Max Million, who's a young punk wearing a leather jacket, spikes on the collars, uh, long skinny jeans, a thick wallet chain hanging front at his side, and you see him just uh, uh, sitting in a bar listening to some uh, music of whatever band is on the stage, just having a drink and hanging out. Now, Max, I see you just hanging around over there. Why don't you come down and help out the class a little bit? Yeah, since when you have time to hang out at the bar? Wish I had that kind of time. Young kids these days. Z-Day kicks off and all you're doing is just sitting around wasting time. We got the best and brightest minds over here that need to be shepherded and sheltered. You could make something of yourself, but you're just spending all day sitting alone, listening to music. Yes, it's quite hard for me to stretch over and reach the chalkboard with this pointer. Why don't you come down and assist me with the pointing? Do a little bit of a Vanna White impression if you catch my drift. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are always getting on my case about. You know, I'm always helping you. So, yeah. What do you need me to do? I just told you. Come on. Okay. We look upon the scene as our group is squabbling amongst themselves, the children snickering back and forth as these adults are clearly arguing and just providing good entertainment for them. All of a sudden... um, you all notice that the lights that uh, are in the courtyard of the hospital here start to dim and flicker and then immediately go out. Oh, um, well, children, I think that ends our lesson for today. Now, everybody take cover. Get under the desk. No, 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 no. Just just hurry up and head back inside now. We'll we'll check into this, okay? Just uh, go go find your parents or... um. Your designated minder, okay? Everyone have a good one. Hazel, you keep an eye out and you blow your whistle if you see something coming. Max, you're with me. Let's go get on inside and figure out what happened. Uh, what, what am I supposed to do? I don't know what you're good for, man. I ain't seen you do nothing here so far. That is certainly just a slanderous accusation, sir. I believe I've done plenty of good for everyone. Everyone in this place, including you. You know, I know, I know a young woman who would have said very different about that. Yes, I got believe... in a bit over her head because of you, but now's not the time for that. I believe it is certainly the time because she's dead because of you. I think that's. Been hey, cool. I'm ready to go, Bobby. Let's do this. Yeah. So as you guys, I got my crowbar ready. We're gonna figure out what's going on with these lights. As you all leave the courtyard and start walking down to... Where where are the generators in the hospital? Are they in the basement? Are they on the roof? Where are they? Everyone knows they're in the basement. You put that kind of thing down in the sub-basement out of the way. Are you sure? I think I'm pretty sure Louisa say that they're up on the roof. Yeah, that could be right, too. I thought they were in the that shed out back. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'll make an executive decision here. Typically, Jennies are on the roof of a hospital. Sometimes they're in the sub-basement, but it really depends. Uh, They're They're definitely not in a (laughs) shed in the back. Um, They're in a shed that's simultaneously underground and on top of it. That's right. Wow. So I'm going to say they're in the sub-basement for this. So our group heads down the hallways 
to the sub-basement A. Look at how crowded these hallways are. We ain't got no space here, no comfort. We're just living on top of each other. I wish we could, you know, if I had proper help from people, we could clear out these floors and have a little more space here. I am so glad that you're not in charge. It'd lead to even more losses. We can just keep that side of the hospital boarded up and we'll be fine. When you get past the doors, uh, so you're walking down this hallway and there are doors obviously leading down. The hallway splits in a T section. Man, is it, it should be real dark in here because our generators are out, right? It is real dark in here. Man, I can't see a thing. Hold, I don't hold know on. if this is a good idea. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can find that lighter. Hold on. I, I, sw I swear this is going to work. Give me a second. Ah, oh, there we go. There we go. Okay. I light up a cigarette. <laughs> That's not what I was doing that for. As soon as you <laughs> flick that lighter on, the door to your immediate right starts shaking and the chains that are holding this door shut start pounding and you hear the moans of zombies behind it trying to get to you. What? See, Bobby? Why? You're making so much noise arguing with me. They're right there. Oh, God, that, they're already in here. We got to go. That, remember, that's one of the safe spots. We've got them chained up. We should, no, we should, we should not be here. This is a bad idea. Max, if it ain't us, it's going to be one of these kids or it's someone's got to go down and get these lights back on. Without these lights, it's going to be real dark here and we're going to be in worse problems. We won't be able to spot a horde when it comes up after us. Well, what do you want me to do? I want you to watch our back. I want you to okay. make sure that this fucker doesn't stab me in the back too. Caleb? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a hard job. As you guys are having this little tiff amongst yourselves, you're walking down the hallway and down the stairwell to the sub-basement. And normally, in the sub-basement, there would be two generators running with a third uh, as backup. Right now, though, all you hear is the sound of metal-on-metal metal grinding as the two generators are supposed to be running have stopped for some reason. I'm going to assess a bad situation. Yeah, y'all find it weird that two of them went out at once? That's sabotage. Yeah, absolutely. So to assess a bad situation, you're going to draw a number of cards equal to your seal rating. And on uh, Triumph, you can ask two. On Edge, you can ask one. When you act on any of the answers, you will draw plus one. And that's coming from the Survivor deck, correct? That is correct. All right. So. Oh. I got a pair of misses. Yeah. Um, you, you're very distracted by the fact that you can't see shit in this room. It is so dark, you have no clue what's going on. Max, like you think they, they just broke down, you know, stuff, stuff breaks down. You even know what you're doing. You're just going to make that worse. Get out of the way. I didn't say I knew what I was doing. I'm just trying to cover our asses. About this time, you hear shuffling behind you. Bobby, is that you? Yeah, that's... Who is... Who's out there? I can't see you right now. Get that ladder up higher so I can see him. It's fucking Louisa. Who the fuck do you Louisa. think it is? Louisa, what are, what are you doing down here? I'm surprised. Well, you I'm, shouldn't be down I'm here down too. here to see what the fuck happened to the electricity. We talked about this. That's what I'm here to what keep you, you out of the way of What this. did you all do? What just, did you all do? We Louisa, found it like that. Louisa, Louisa. Louisa, Louisa, we just got here. We're coming to assess the situation as well, okay? I need you to draw to calm an NPC down. Okay. Uh, so you draw steel. 
So I, these cards, they have no effect until they're revealed, right? They, they, they always affect you. Okay. No one knows what those are. For our listeners, he's talking about his past and trauma cards. I drew a triumph and a miss. Okay, yeah. So on a triumph, uh, you can pick two of the following. They keep calm for some time. They reveal their true concerns, and they don't hold you responsible. I'm going to go with reveal true concerns and don't hold us responsible. Now, you must understand, we just got here. We've noticed that both of the generators are not working. And clearly by the sound of them, if this was something that just happened freakishly, it was something that was happening for a long time. These generators must have been deteriorating. Either that or someone spent some time taking them apart. Obviously, we couldn't be responsible for that. As you know, I was just leading the children upstairs in the courtyard. Yeah, it's those same children that I'm worried about. This this noise has caused the the zombies in the unsecure parts to become agitated. And I'm I'm concerned for our our security. I'm concerned for the people in this hospital. And so we're supposed to shuffle this deck every time we draw from it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Louisa, I'm always concerned about that. And I I know that Caleb is occasionally concerned about the security of this hospital. And I think right now what he's saying makes a lot of sense. Oh. Let's just get this fixed as fast as possible. Some credit. I'm going to have to mark this day down. So what are you guys so going to do? I am going to... I'm going to ask... Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to... I'm going to assess a bad situation. I'm going to see if... I know that Bobby in his past, he's had cause to try to repair a generator, so I'm also going to try to assess a bad situation. Okay, yeah. Roll uh, steel. Draw steel. I need draw three steel. cards. You know, kids these days, they don't teach y'all anything about how to repair stuff. Y'all all sit around playing on your phones and listening to your music, but you know what? Sometimes being older and having that knowledge... You know how to fix stuff like this just from listening to it. And that is a triumph. Okay, cool. Yeah, so on a triumph, you can uh, hold two. And uh, you can ask, what here is the biggest threat to me, the Enclave? What here is most useful to me, my allies, or the Enclave? What's my best escape route, way in or way past? And who here is most vulnerable to me, my allies, or the dead? So let's have a look-see in here and see what would be the most useful way to go about repairing these generators. So you start fumbling around the generators and you notice a couple of things. First, you notice that um, one of the generators, it, it looks like it failed because it doesn't have enough lubricant inside. Um, it looks like all the lubricant was there either evaporated or uh, it's just gone somehow, right? That's the first thing you notice. The second thing you notice on the other generator, however, is that the, um, the a series of fuses in the generator have um, blown but they it almost looks as if someone intentionally placed something metal across the fuses to cause them to blow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was very intentional on this one. Hey, Caleb, come over here. Let me let me show you something. You'll learn from this. You too, Max. You see, you got to keep up on this basic maintenance. If you don't, small engine repair, 
if you don't lubricate it regularly, it ends up real dry. You know, almost as dry as, well, Kayla's mother. Anyway, you see, right now my hands, they should be grimy and mucky, and they're almost as clean and soft as Caleb's are. So that one, I think we just had a failure of basic maintenance. Basic operational protocol fell apart a bit. But this one right here, this is alarming to me. You see these fuses blue in that series? That doesn't just happen by itself, and that weren't no Zed that came in here and did that. Someone come down here and they tried to sabotage us. They wanted this to happen. I think we're in powerful danger right now. We should probably be real nervous about what comes next. Hmm. Also sounds like a failure of basic maintenance not to check on the systems, Bobby. You're the one who says you need to be in charge here. When I have never said such a thing. I see how you conduct yourself. When do we reveal these? So you have... Let me get to that point. Like... This one tells me when, but this one doesn't. Okay, so you do not get any card effects until they are flipped up and revealed. That's my bad. Keep in mind that revealing your identity cards has fictional meaning. People in the Enclave know who you are now and will act accordingly. Your past can only be turned up via the condition on the card. You must take that action to flip the card. Once it's a flipped, its effects come into play. That's the past card, yes? That's the past card. What about the trauma? Your trauma can be revealed at any time you take action that evidences that trauma role-playing it or bringing it into play in a clear fashion when your trauma is flipped you get the when this card is revealed effect immediately and while the and get the while your card is revealed ongoing effect so you for trauma you can reveal that at any time okay okay cool i'm gonna hold off on revealing mine for a bit i figured you would <laughs> we we really we, yeah we we should not be here if Someone's sabotaging this. They could be hiding in one of these dark corners just waiting to jump out. Hey, Louisa, what's the quickest way out of here? Help us get out of here. Help. You would know that. We just came in that way. Yeah, it's the stairs and where we if, just came from. And Max, we need to be down here to make sure these work again. All those halls, there's no lights. I... I'm not going to find my way on my own. You don't have to. So Louisa says, well, uh, I can, you know, when we turn yeah. this other generator on, we, we will get emergency lighting back. I am asking an NPC for help. Yeah. Um, okay. So asking an NPC for help. To get out of here. Yeah. And I am revealing my cowardly nature. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that mean? Yeah, so when you ask an, a friendly or neutral NPC for help, draw a soul. On a triumph, they'll do what you want if you give them a tr uh, bribe or a motive. On an edge, the GM will tell you what they want, do it, and they'll return the favor. Let us know what your result is. Yeah, so uh, draw equal to your soul. Yeah, and after this, I think you should also tell us what your cowardly nature means. <laughs> he just <laughs> dropped five cards! <laughs> going broke already yeah triumph hey look there's a triumph card in this yeah <laughs> got a hand yeah so at that um louisa sensing your cowardly nature how how exactly do you show your cowardly nature <laughs> like i'm trying to get out of here <laughs> yeah like are you freaking out are you shaking are you just visibly like uncomfortable like what does that look like uh not like visibly trembling or anything but it's clear that I am not comfortable being here and I just want to leave. Okay. All right. Lu yeah. Louisa, 
while you two, while you and um, uh, Bobby go and try to deal with this situation, let me talk to young Max here, okay? Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's, uh, Bobby, come over and help me uh, swap over to the backup real fast, just to get the emergency lighting on. Let's get that turned back on. You know, Louisa, I'm sorry we had a little bit of a conflict earlier. I just want you to know, I have nothing but the best interest at heart. I for... I have no doubt about that, but you have to put Elena's death behind you and Caleb. You you can't let this affect you like this. It will affect the way the Enclave works. I feel like all my outrage at what's happened since Z-Day is just concentrated on that one girl that by all rights, should still be here, but she had a poor leader just put her in a situation she wasn't ready for. I'm not putting that behind me at all. I ain't ready for that yet. But I do have something more lighter-hearted. You know how we're, we're the conclave at the Kingsport University Hospital? Yeah. You ever consider a change in name? Oh, what are you thinking? We're the big kahuna. Well, we can most certainly just, bring that up to can, our uh, board. Our next committee meeting. Yeah, our next committee meeting, our I next think, town hall. I think that'd be real good for morale, is calling us the big kahuna. Okay, well, I don't know how how the other factions in the city are going to take that, but we can most definitely talk about it. Who doesn't like a big kahuna hanging around? <laughs> so I'm going to sw swap over to you guys. What, what are you doing? All right, so uh, Caleb walks over to Max puts his hands on his shoulders. Now, Max, judging by the fact that you came in here with the Reverend, I know that, like me, you are a man of faith. And I would like to lead you in about a minute of silent prayer here, if you'll join me. And I am revealing my past as a priest. I was the hospital chaplain. I love it. So what effects does that give you? So that allows me to draw soul instead of steel when I'm trying to calm someone down with words of my faith. Perfect. Draw soul and see how successful you are. Uh, keep that flipped up now. Everyone knows it. Got it. Is there any ongoing effects from that as well? No, it's no. just any time I get to do that. And I got an edge and two misses. Okay, yeah, so... When you try to calm an NPC down and you... I am not an yeah, NPC. Yeah, he is not an NPC. However, I'm going to use the same... The same rules apply? The same, same rules apply. So on an edge, you get to pick one. Okay, and I'm simply going to go with they keep calm for some time. Okay, perfect. So you don't get to run away, coward. Yeah, so seeing down Max with... All right, maybe you're right. We're all here together. We should be okay. Yes, and... What you can do for me right now, you can keep an eye on the stairs here, both to make sure no one comes down and no one but us gets out. It's going to be really helpful, I promise. Yeah, about this time, you hear Bobby and Louisa working on the generator, and all of a sudden, the emergency lights turn on, and you're suddenly... No longer in the dark. Um, the lights are those orange kind of chemical-y lights that you see in emergency situations. Um, and they kick on and they just pour this dull orange glow in the area. And once we see that, do we see anybody else down here? You do not. 
Um, there's no one else down here but you guys. I'm real curious about how this got this got broken then. We say there's no other way down into here. Someone had to knock out those fuses real early on, real quick. We got any way to know if someone came up and down out of here? Louisa, we got any kind of monitoring on this? We know. Unfortunately, you know as well as I do that the one issue we have where we are is our security. Could they be hiding nearby? I suppose it's it's possible. Elevator shaft, or is there a office down here? Is there maintenance access I ways? Mean, it, it's a sub-basement. They're, the entire thing is all maintenance access, right? I think, though, that that's not our biggest concern right now. We have to get these other generators up. I think putting down people who betrayed us, if we put up one of these generators before we put down the person who broke it, they're just going to break this one we're relying on now. Then we won't have any backups. Can I suggest a compromise for this situation? Perhaps it might be a good idea to post a guard nearby, since there's also the cafeteria with the zombies shut up in it that we need to keep an eye on. Maybe we could put that useless oaf Marcus out here, since he's so determined to throw his weight around. Max, what do you think about that? Uh, come on, man. You know he can't be trusted. No, we need to have one of those police officers down here. Hmm. I'll keep that in mind. Well, uh, I mean, I suppose that... I suppose I could... I could talk to Mary and have her post Maya down here if... if you really think that it's worth posting someone down here. At least for a few days in case this happens again. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll go get on that right away. And you see Louisa start walking up the stairs, um, up to go find Mary. Okay, Bobby, since you're such an expert, what do we need to fix this other generator? Well, I'd gather that one of them, if we can just find some of the right weight oil, and you know, we live in a pretty warm climate, and this, uh, this generator is kept in a climate-controlled area, so it's not going to take too heavy weight of an oil because it don't got to resist freezing too hard, so a pretty light one. If we can just find a car, if we just find a car or some oil, or we got that garage, right? Our garage for a helicopter, there's probably some oil there. If we find no, that and just... No, I was talking I, about the one that got sabotaged. Well, we need fuses for that one, which we could probably find that in our garage, too. All right, fair enough. I, yeah, I think that's our best. I, your idea about the... About the police officer is well taken. That was good. I don't understand why y'all don't trust Marcus, though. He's been nothing but polite and kind to me. You know, I think he's a real up-and-comer. I'm glad you think so. Okay, so we're gonna cut to you guys going to the garage, I guess, right? I'll lead the way. Perfect. Good job, Max, back there. I can tell you grew a lot. So, (laughs) um... (laughs) I look down at you quizzically. (laughs) (laughs) You're still staying calm, remember. (laughs) Yeah, you're still staying calm. You guys make your way to the garage, and this garage is actually an outbuilding from the main hospital. Uh, It's where they stored and maintained the ambulances, and you guys have converted it to be this kind of catch-all for storage of parts for the helicopter you guys have, and the, uh, we'll say you guys have an old, like, dirt bike that you also can use for reconnaissance you know i used to have a real nice suzuki gxr back in the day but you know i had to lose all that before you know when z day broke out i had to leave it behind me because it was a little bit too loud but you know i love this this klm super duke we got down here is pretty nice too 
So you guys are going to be foraging in the garage for supplies. Uh, the rules for the, that, that is as follows. You draw three cards from the survivor deck. For each hit, take a plus one gear uh, to spend it to say what you find while foraging. A triumph counts as a plus two instead of a plus one. Um, oh, we each draw three. I thought we drew three total. No, no, it's three total. Oh. Draw three cards total, not three. I've already looked at mine, so... Okay, then we just do the first one we handed out. Yeah, do the first one you handed out. Miss. Miss. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Somebody else should definitely be shuffling. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you guys don't find any gear here. What'd y'all do with the oil? We had a pot, we had a drum of oil. What'd y'all do with it? We had a ton. Did you burn it? Do I look like I burn things? Yeah? Did that guy that sabotaged the generators... Steal all the oil first? Max, you're sharp like that. I bet you're right. That's what happened. I doubt that's what happened. I don't see somebody taking the time to melt off oil in a generator. That seems like it would take forever. Sounds like you're trying to keep us off your track. I bet you oh, did. Oh, please. I'm going to figure out what you're up to. What I'm up to is trying to make everyone's lives in here better. This is a terrible situation and we're all living on top of each other. I'm sorry you don't see the wisdom in that. So about 15 minutes as you guys are searching goes by and you decide that the garage just doesn't have what you are looking for. About that time, Louisa calls down to you guys from a window and says, hey, get up here quick. We better run. Well, I'll right. try my best. Okay. So you enter into Louisa's office and it's a typical, like, just dot plain doctor's office, right? Like, she took over someone's office, and it's got a desk and a chair. Not in great condition, but they're usable, right? You can't really have opulence in a zombie apocalypse. Definitely. In the big kahuna. Ugh. She turns to you guys and says, Opal just completed her reconnaissance of the area. It looks like we have two zombie hordes running around downtown. Okay. So whatever we do, we need to be careful. We can't draw attention to us from them. Does that include shouting out of windows? They can't hear the courtyard. Okay. That is okay. Just making sure. That is why we chose this hospital, because the courtyard is encapsulated with buildings. Well, I'll just remind you, I chose this hospital because I was already here, so I can't know that. You know, Caleb, you follow up a real good moment with a just utter take a dump all over it. Sometimes you should just learn to keep your mouth closed. I'm in a profession where keeping my mouth shut is a very bad thing, sir. Maybe we'd be better off without that profession. Well, we didn't find what we were looking for in the garage, so... Maybe well, that mall nearby would have what we're looking for. I don't what, think a what are you looking for? In a stock well, motor oil. Well, we're do, not but... looking for motor oil. We're looking for fuses and motor. We need both. If we don't maintain it this time around, it's just going to break again. We need both. We don't want to turn it on until we lubricate it properly. We want to fix the one that's not running. We want to fix both of them. We needed two before that one that's got that full load. We don't got any backups. If we don't fix both, we got no backups. <sighs> I think Bobby's got a good idea, and him and Marcus should go and I'd be go to that. the mall and look for that stuff. Actually, yes, that's a capital idea. I'm not going to send 
just two people. This is too important for just two people. And we're your two strongest fighters. You know, if you send me and Marcus, you're going to be without any kind of defense. That's not true. Roxana's here, and she knows exactly how to defend herself. Look, our latest scouting reports say that there may be goods at the mall. There could be goods at an auto shop two miles east, both of which have good chances to at least have motor oil. The fuses, that's a different story. It's an auto shop. It's going to have, it's got to have our fuses there. Louise, with all respect, I know your background is in medicine. You stock fuses at a car parts store. I mean, he's not wrong. You're right, but we don't know what's been picked over and what hasn't. They're a radio shack in that mall. They might have some for us, too. They do car stereos and stuff sometimes. What's a radio shack? You ain't... Oh, you kids these days, they're a circuit city. What's circuit city? Yeah, they... I think I vaguely remember one of those. You know, in the better times, we had a whole lot more options, but you kids, you couldn't be asked to go out of your way to look through something and graze a little bit, and so now everything's got to be handed to you on a silver platter. We got one kind of store for everything. Look, if you guys can't find what we need at those locations, there's always two options. You could go to Thea and see if she knows of the location of some supplies, or... You could attempt to find Ivy and see if she has any in her cache. Where did Ivy go? Well, that's just silly, Max. You know that Ivy is a traveling merchant. She travels between here and Crownsvale and all over the state. Yes, but she always extracts a heavy price for anything she gives out. Yeah, what he said. It's a real heavy price. And, you know, she's looking for her family right now. I would hate to distract Ivy from whatever she's doing. I just think that she's just got better things to worry about than our poor fuses and motor oil. Now, but what about, you mentioned the first woman you talked about. Yeah, Thea. You Thea? Know, you know that. I met Thea. Yeah. What um, does she want from us? What can we offer her? She want protection? I mean, our, our supplies are limited. <laughs> she does not need protection. Does she needs some syringes? No, she those? definitely does not need syringes. She, You would know this, Bobby. She's an information broker. She oh. deals in information. I Once don't, again, dealing in a heavy price. I think that's a little bit too much. Yeah, that, that that's a good idea. I, I'll go ask Thea for help. Wait, Thea, uh, wait. Let's just listen. In the time you're going to spend going to Thea, we could already be... To the auto car, the auto parts store in back. And the just, mall. And the mall. We could check both of them out. I think that is the smart Thea solution. might know which one to actually go to. Yes, she so might. She knew, so we're not taught flipping a coin here. She's probably going to have looted it herself and she'll just, she probably took it and she probably sold it off to Jade. We don't want that. Do mm -hmm. we? we don't want to, we don't want to meet up with Jade, do well, we? Then wait, what's wait, it going to? Wait, wait. Well, why do you mention Jade? I thought you said she was looking for her family. I'm just saying. Thea and Jade were always uncomfortably close, and Jade has this habit of selling stuff for a lot more than it's worth. Like, she, Jade does Look, not have a good she, assessment she, of value. She left, and I don't think we need to be talking about her, because she's gone now. She abandoned us. Yeah. So, yeah. I, Thea and Jade were always close, Max. Yes, I would, I would not risk bringing either of them into the equation right now. If... We are going to find these items. We have to do it ourselves for the rest of the Enclave. 
Well, uh, if that's what you think is best, I hate to, I hate to agree with you, Mister Preacher Man. But well, I don't know you're a preacher yet, do? Yeah, you do. You did. You told I me. I revealed yeah. it. Yeah, you told me. Well, I hate to go along with you, Mister Preacher Man, but I think that's the only way we're gonna find anything. All right. So, which where are you guys going? Well, we're gonna gather up. Maybe we should gather some of our our police officers to come with us. I mean, this is an important enough job to maybe pull some of them off. I don't two think or three. I don't think that's necessary. I think if we bring Roxana with us and Marcus, we'll be more than protected. I like having Marcus along. He's he's real strong. He's real tough in a fight. Max, are you coming? Well, yeah. Okay. That's you good, seem Max. to have I'll... the most sensible head here, so I'll teach you how I'll, fuses I'll trust work. Trust your ideas. All right. So you guys, which one are you guys heading to? The mall or the auto parts? Should we flip a coin for it? Auto parts store. I actually think the auto parts Only store. Only spot that makes any sense I, at all. I would actually agree with that. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we get to make our first horde roll of the night. Uh, remind me, what is the horde, uh, the um, adversity level on the hospital? High. Yes, it is high. Actually, it's it's mid to high. Sorry, mid to high. You're super lucky. <laughs> yeah. So you guys start walking, uh, knowing that walking is the preferred method of travel since it's quiet. You can move at somewhat decent pace, but you're also able to hide if things get dicey fast, right? So we've got you three, Marcus, and Roxana, right? Perfect. Um, you guys travel down, uh, we'll call it Broadway, for roughly two miles. Y'all know how this whole city got burned down? I'm just wondering what happened. I wasn't down here. You were here, preacher man. What happened? I was in the hospital at the time, and I was helping with the intake of patients. Sure. Thankfully, most of them are still with us right now. Just saying there used to be buildings here and now there's nothing but smoke and rubble. Yeah, the National Guard might have had something to do with that. Were you? Did you see it happen? Uh, I just remember seeing all the fire in downtown light up. Yeah, so as you guys continue down passing burned husks of buildings, uh, the occasional building that hasn't remarkably been touched somehow from the fire that the National Guard brought down in an attempt to control the zombie hordes, you eventually make it to a stop-and-go auto shop. They always got what we're looking for every time. You know, they were open 24-7 back in the day. They had to cut back their hours after a while, but, you know, in the day, they were open well, all night long. Anytime I had a project car that I needed a little bit of work on. Okay, Bob, Bobby, the problem is right now that they're definitely open 24-7 for anyone that wanders by. Yeah, man, we don't really need a history lesson right now. Maybe you should just lead the way on in. Yeah, so... Marcus, you got my back. Yep, got your back. Let's do this. Roxana's stay back here. Let's let them go Listen, first. now I'm gonna... Marcus, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna level with you. I got a bit of a background in clearing buildings like this. And the first thing we want to do, we want to circle it and we want to look in these windows. We don't want to just kick our way in even though it feels real badass and we're real amped up right now but the first thing you gotta do of course we're badass yeah like that so we're gonna take a look around in each of these buildings and bobby is gonna assess a situation 
I was thinking situation. you were hinting at your past there. Yeah, I know. That's what I, I was both was. hinting at my past and uh, in right. a way that's so, gameplay. Let's assess a bad situation. I'm assessing a bad steel. situation. I need three steely cards. Hopefully all the misses are on the bottom after we did all this crap. I got I got an opportunity, which counts as a triumph if I mark a stress. Otherwise, it counts as a miss. I'm going to take that. I'm going to mark that stress. I'm going to say that I... Okay. Listen. So you can ask two. I'm going to say, Marcus, the first thing we got to ask every time we look at a place like this is, what is the biggest threat to us? Is there anyone waiting inside of here to jump out at us? So you notice two threats. The first, uh, you actually park your ears up and you hear what sounds to be some kind of like motorcycle in the background. It sounds far away, but it does sound like it might be coming closer to you. Oh. That's the first sight you... Some you idiots hear. out here driving. It's going to lead a horde right to us. Hey, hey, loud pops save lives. It's going to lead the horde right to them. So we're good right here then, right? Well, they're coming this way. Well, you guys don't know that. Okay, fair enough. Only Mike does yeah. at the moment. Um, the, the second Mike thing that you... Bobby. Bobby. The second thing that Bobby notices is that um, all the doors appear to have some kind of electric going to the alarm system. So if you had just opened the doors, you would have triggered an alarm. All right. So Marcus, we did a we did a real good job because this tells us two things. One is that if this alarm would have gone off, then it would have attracted every Zed all around. And that means it'd be full. But the fact that it's still on and it's still armed, that means ain't nobody been inside and everything is still in there. It is fully stocked. Now we gotta move fast because we got some people coming. We better see about shutting off power to this building. So Bobby is gonna turn around and he's gonna return to the group and all right, so listen, I got I got some good news and I got some bad news. Good news is power's still on in there. Everything's probably still inside because, well, if something had been in there, that alarm would have been triggered and it wouldn't be on no more. So we got what we're looking for in here. Bad news is the alarm's on. Maybe bad news is we got a group of guys on motorcycles coming nearby and, you know, I think they could be, they could be friends to us. So, you know, that's kind of a mixed bag and we can dwell on that one for a bit how do y'all want to get in here though you think we could cut the power to this or something like that hold on hold on what in god's name makes you think that people that are coming this way could be our friends because it's a lifestyle you know like i speak the language to them so remember that you still have plus one uh, plus one question to ask oh, i have another one so my so the question i'm going to ask is uh so what here is the most useful way for me to turn off the power to this building so we can get inside without triggering the alarm? Or what's the most useful tool I have to stop this alarm from going off? Okay. Um, I would say, what's your background again? Can't can just see your past. You don't have to reveal, reveal it. I've been okay. in some places. I've been in situations like this, and I've had to do some kind of ad hoc electrical but, work in well, the field. I wasn't even going to go that far. Um, based on your past, I would say that you you have what you would need to pick the lock on the um, box outside where the line comes into the building, so the service box, and that you could manually shut off the power. Now, something I ain't ever told you is sometimes quartermasters don't give you what you need. 
So you got to requisition it for yourself with Colonel Picky Pick. So I'm going to walk over and <laughs> I'm going right. to do this for myself. How, That's how, more like it, Bobby. How long is this going to take? Those motorcycles are getting louder. Listen, I'm yeah, working as should... fast as I can over here. Yeah, probably so... stay out of sight of those guys. You know what? I'm going to ask you to just pull three. I got an edge. Okay. All right. So an edge. You do it, but um, as you do, you slip up and cause a power surge for like a quick second. And the alarm goes bloop and then shuts down. It's been a while since I've done this. Don't tell anyone that that happened, Marcus. I just got us inside. Why don't we get on in there now? Yeah, we better yes, go sure. fast. We may not get the chance to tell anyone that this happened now. No, we've just got to move fast in there. All right, let's go. So I, um, listen, I'm going to tell y'all something right now. Worst thing you can do in situations like this is freeze up. My, I had a kid. That I was, it was under me. He was, you know, on my, on my squad. And he always thought he could stop and think his way through a situation. And one time he did that and he caught a bullet right to the face. And I had to watch as he got his brain sprayed all over top of me. That's pretty hey. disturbing, man. That was the worst thing that's ever happened to me. So sometimes you got to just rush in and you got to just deal with the problem. And I am revealing my past as a veteran the worst situation I've ever been in. And when it's revealed, I draw a plus one when I jump into a rapidly devolving situation without hedging my bets. I am running straight into this building knowing that I could get trapped in here. Okay, yeah. So Marcus sees you running into the building and says, I guess I'll be a overwatch out here. And he... Sounds good, Marcus. He runs to the opposite building and starts climbing stairs to go up. How about I just stay here behind this dumpster and just keep an eye out for them bikers? No, Max, 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 that is what Marcus is doing. You need to come inside with us. Roxana and I are headed inside. Just, just come on. All right, well, if you need the extra eyes, I guess. Yes, we absolutely do. And as soon as uh, Caleb steps inside, he would like to assess a bad situation. Okay. Go ahead and uh, draw steel. I got an edge. Okay. So you get to um, ask one with an edge. All right. So with that, I am going to ask, what is most useful to me here? Yeah. So I would say most useful here, uh, there are two things. The first is obviously the oil that you're looking for, right? Um, the second one I would say is you notice that whoever had been here and set the alarms on the store, they had also created these makeshift barriers, um, that for some odd reason aren't in front of the doors. You're not sure why they're not there, but they created these makeshift barriers. So there's no sign that anyone's in here right now. Not that you can tell. Okay. All right. So as soon as I get inside the door, I'm going to whisper, Bobby, 
You were in such a rush. The oil's right here, right next to the door. Yeah, I already saw that. And Bobby's got a big, two big jugs of oil, like two big black, several gallon jugs of oil under his arms right now. And I slide him across the linoleum floor to the door and I say, I'm looking for those fuses now. Hey, keep your voice down. Listen. Do you you see those barriers over there? Moving back. Oh, you're right. I like where your head's at, preacher man. There's someone back there. There's someone hiding from us. You want to take... Oh, I wish I had Marcus in here right now, because I don't trust you to watch my back. Watch your back. Got Roxanna right here. She she can take care of herself. Look. Caleb, I know that you would leave me for dead out here. I would not leave for dead. I never stopped thinking about the way that you would leave me for dead and blame me for Alana's death. You know it. Listen, stand back. I feel like you two are doing an open up to someone. I am revealing actually my... Your trauma? I'm revealing my trauma. My target of obsession is Caleb. (laughs) While revealed, when you take one of your obsessions possessions (laughs) and clear your stress track, he picked up the oil I took it from him. (laughs) Okay. Well played. Yeah, clear your uh, stress. Not that I have any stress, but... Well, you took a stress. You took a stress. Earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Stress. Okay, cool. I mostly just did that because... All right. It was fun. Okay. It was fun. Okay, great. We can figure this out later. Listen, what I'm going to do, I'm going to step up to those barriers. I'm going to announce myself. The rest of you stay back here and be quiet. If this person's a threat to us, we take him out. Otherwise... We just convince him that we're just taking what we need and we leave. I don't want to be here when those motorcycles get here. All right, preacher man. I'm already ducked down behind one of the barriers. What a surprise. Trying to assess the situation. I feel a lot better with you in front of me than I do behind me. And I ain't letting nobody else do you in before I get the chance to. Go ahead and draw steel. You can try to do me in as much as you want. Just remember, I have way more friends than you do. It'll be okay, so ground. you can ask one. What here is the biggest threat? You feel like the biggest threat is definitely that motorcycle outside. Hey, look, guys, I don't, whatever is here is probably not going to be as uh, bad news as those, those bikers coming this way. When you say that, you actually hear this high tone from outside and the three of you look out the window and you see Marcus whistling and pointing down the street. Oh shit. Take cover. They're already here. Come on. Close the door. I'm closing it. We're just trapping ourselves in a, we may want to get out of here real fast. Well, we can figure out if there's another exit. We need to get to cover right now. We should check the back. The fuses might be back there. They usually keep them behind the counter. And I bet I saw an exit back there earlier. You know what to look for. Go ahead. I jump over the barrier. Now I'm hiding on the other side. Okay. I'm jumping over it too. And I'm looking for a back room where I can find these fuses. Okay. And Roxanne and I, um, I motioned to her. We're going to take cover behind the barriers. She's going to stay close to sneak around in case somebody comes up and threatened us. Threatens us. Yeah, so... We'll start off with what you guys hear first with the motorcycle going by. So the motorcycle, you just hear it tearing down the street. Um, It doesn't even stop. It just continues going past you. However, you get the feeling that with as much noise as you caused earlier, 
and then this motorcycle that it's very possible that you guys are going to be swarmed here soon. You're not sure how long, but you ha you just get a sickening feeling in your gut. All right. In that case, oh, okay. Immediate threat gone. Let's find Which what we way need. Was that guy going? We need to get out of here. So the motorcycle was heading down towards the hospital. Oh, oh that's, that's not good. That's a bet. This is bad, guys. All right, I'm gonna take. We got to get out of here. We one minute, and I'm gonna find these fuses for us. Okay. Because it'll help us a whole lot if we got full stocked up supplies, and we ain't gonna become we ain't gonna be able to come back here after the noise we made. Okay, and, and with that, they're headed toward the hospital. Roxana, you need to go back and warn them right now. Go. So I'm looking for the fuses. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what Roxana sounds like. Let's... Okay. And you see Roxana start going and out the out on the street and start snaking her way back to the hospital. Um so Bobby, I need you to forage for supplies. Okay. Which so, is survival. Nope. You draw three cards from the survival deck. Okay. I have plus one ongoing because I jumped into a deteriorating situation. Yep. So I have And then four. you also, I'm going to say you have plus one going forward from your earlier um, scouting of the building from when you assess a bad situation. Okay. Uh, damn it. Okay. So remind me again, an opportunity is better than an edge or an edge is better than an opportunity? So opportunity in this instance does nothing for you. Okay. So the only thing that would do anything for you is an edge gives you plus one. Okay. And then a triumph gives you plus two. Okay. I'm taking that edge. Well, so you add them all up. Oh, I add them all up. Oh, I yeah. have uh, one, two, three. Okay. So that's plus three gear. Plus three gear. So you then spend the gear to find something useful. Uh, in this instance, useful, but difficult or bulky. So I'm going to say that you found the fuses. Um, the fuses. I hate these security cases. They keep yeah. small, stealable stuff like this. And we're going to have to cut it open later back at the workshop. Yeah. Fine. So We've got what we need. We need to go. Let's go. Perfect. Yeah. So you found what you need. Um, the oil and the fuses you start taking back but about the time that you get to the front door you start hearing moaning oh we better move oh, quick God, they're here they're here they're here all right we should just hide here and wait it out i was actually about to suggest the same thing this building seems pretty secure if we wait here they're gonna come inside it's not gonna be long before they push those doors open and break that glass out and we're gonna get penned inside here this nah, is the man, worst they're, spot they're i can gonna pick follow up that die. motorcycle we're good just, straight, just straight to we'll our hospital straight to the hospital you got hospitals there's nothing we could do about that right now you're gonna watch <laughs> louise die after she was so you got friends back there man i know that they're gonna but get over. We're not gonna be any use to them there if were we kids get there. killed right now there were kids there and they're gonna get eaten you're so, okay with that? Of course not. Don't we be ridiculous. We sent Roxana ahead to warn them. They'll be able to prepare defenses. They have the police there protecting them. You're never They'll gonna see her be again. Fine. They'll be fine. No, they won't. I'm going to. I'm going to roll to try to calm Bobby down. Okay. Yeah. Try and roll uh, steel. I feel like you should do this at disadvantage because Bobby hates you. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Hold on. 
Poppy is obsessed with hating you. Got an edge. Okay, yeah. So you get to pick one. I want to choose. They don't hold you responsible so bad right now, <laughs> but it's not going to work in this context. Yeah, no. So I'm I think really the only one that works is calming. Is yeah. calming. Yeah, I agree. Or I guess you could reveal your true concern. No, I don't have it. I true. think I think my you're true being concern is what I've said. Every true concern. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. my true okay. concern. Yeah. No, I think right. I think. So we got to role play that one real quick. Yeah. Yeah. You need to listen to me right now. I understand I listen. that your interest and your instinct is to get back there and help. If we don't make it back with this oil and these fuses, it's going to be a lot worse for the hospital in the long term. They'll be able to either redirect or defend from this horde. We made sure that almost everyone that is there that is trained to fight can take care of it. The only person we took with us is Marcus, who's outside. He's on higher ground. He'll be able to tell us when the horde is gone. Once they pass us by, as long as we stay quiet, we'll be okay in here. I hope you're okay with the blood that's going to leave on your hands. I listened to you once and that got Elena killed. I hope that it's just this time you're right. All I did was vouch for her competence. I do not know what happened. You put her in a situation where she didn't belong and you knew it. We need to argue about this later. Right now, we need to sit behind these barriers and be quiet. So, we're going to draw our first zombie move. Oh. I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you guys are trying to fool the dead into thinking that there's no one in this store. Yeah, we're trying to stay quiet. Yep. Okay, so, uh, the general rules are... When a group of PCs would make a zombie move together, one PC should go on point and lead the group. They make the move and draw on behalf of everyone and pay the move's costs alone. Okay, I think since I'm the one that proposed this solution, I'm obviously the one that's taking the lead here. Preacher man, you're on point. Okay, so grab our zombie deck, which... The what? It's the not bite still deck. out there? Oh, the bite, oh, the bite yeah, deck? Right okay. The bite deck's right there. All right. Okay. And draw steel. Here we go. Can I help with this draw? Uh, you absolutely can help with this draw. So if you're going to help... The helper interfere action, right? Um, well, PCs cannot help interfere with each other, each other on zombie moves and said to help use the go on point rules. Okay, what is the go on point rule? Uh, when you take point against the dead, draw for the group and suffer alone. Draw plus one for each member of the group that draws from the bite, bite deck before you draw. So, um, you would draw your uh, draw your face up. So that would be two, right? Uh, well, no, you've got all three up. So yeah. you would draw three from the bite deck. Okay. To and help. Do I take a stress or anything? Uh, you do take a stress to yes. help. Stress. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Preacher man, I don't think you got this under control. Now you can... Just keep your head down. ...choose any of those to replace whatever he draws. All right. Now, so. you also draw an additional one because he drew one. Okay. All right. So I... Oh, fuck me. Oh, no. I drew two threats. <laughs> one is more zombies. Your actions draw more zombies to the area. Second one is something breaks. 
something in your environment breaks, the GM will tell you what. And the third is a bite. And that I get bitten. My death is certain. You may not die right now or even an hour or even a day, but you will die. So preacher man. And I get So to... you narrate what happens because Well, hold on because well, I need to know what you replace it with. Yeah. First. So what did you Oh, but the role play would be so much better if what I did. What did you draw? Come I, on. Yeah, I I need to know what you drew. Okay. And what you're replacing. Oh, easy. That is such an easy choice. I need to see the other one though. Okay. And one more. What's the last one? Okay. Obviously, I am going to replace bite. He chooses. Oh, he chooses. Yeah, so he chooses. Fuck. <laughs> that that's why I needed to see what you drew. Yeah. So I need to know. I just okay. Because this is close to power gamey of me, but I want to remind everyone I just said a little bit ago. Bobby doesn't want anyone to kill the preacher man except for him. <laughs> so I'm replacing bite with safe. Awesome. Okay. Ugh. What a relief. All right. So with that being said, how do you prevent him from being caught unaware? Okay. So we have something breaks, something environment breaks. GM will tell you what, and your actions draw more zombies to the area. And then safe, nothing goes wrong for the moment. Okay. So what breaks? Yeah. So you are so busy trying to get everyone behind the barricades and hidden and motioning to Marcus to get down that you actually kick over a barrel of oil. <laughs> and them it, shiny shoes, preacher man. Yeah. And it just goes all over the floor. And causes, um, actually, Max, as he's trying to get behind a barrier, to slip. And he slips into a massive pile of uh, ratchets. Oh, God, man. What's, what are you doing? What the hell? You don't need all those. Yeah. And um, so, th so that's how, like, the, the zombies are drawn to you guys, okay. right? Okay, yeah. It's getting real ratchet up in here. That's right. Oh, my God. Um, that should in be. In fact, <laughs> as soon as this happens, a zombie turns to you and starts rambling towards you. Oh, please let me do this. busts through the glass and grabs your arm and starts to take a bite out. How does Bobby stop this? Bobby picks up two ratchets, both hands, and he just leans in and he shoves both of them straight through the eye sockets of the zombie that has Preacher Man. And he leans in and he says, it ain't over until I say it's over. <sighs> Shreds it and the zombie's brains fly out. <sighs> For once, I'm actually glad to hear you say that. Well, it looks like my staying quiet strategy isn't going to work. We need to get out of here. Yeah. So you guys are now facing a swarm of zombies in front of you, trying to bust open this door with more coming. All right. So I'm still technically in the lead, right? You are, but I, I would say this is a brand new action. So okay. anyone can take lead. All right. Um, I, am, I am trying to barricade. Okay. All right. So are you going to do that separate from everyone else? Or are you going to try and get everyone to help you? Uh. By the way, reshuffle the bite deck. The RDS. Okay, cool. Uh, we only reshuffle it when the bite card's drawn. So just be aware of that. Interesting. Yep. So 
So yeah, I'm, I didn't even say anything. I just start stacking boxes. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I need <laughs> you to um, draw survival. So do we see this happening? Uh, yeah, I, I would say, well, no, I take that back. I would say that after you shred the zombie's face, that you see these boxes already stacked up against a window and you see him trying to stack more. So draw survival, please. Uh, whatever your survival rating is. So you draw that from the bite deck, not from the survival deck. Has the way that Max placed boxes separated us out? Like, is he leaving us for dead right now? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I, well, I, That's I don't want, what I was I don't, trying I don't to, want to speak for Max. Wait, Max. Do, yeah. Do you leave them for dead? No. Okay. Well, preacher man, I think Max has the right idea. All right. But we need to figure out once we've effectively barricaded, they're going to still keep coming. So there should be some sheet what metal and welding draw? equipment. Yeah. Let's go ahead and resolve the. Something breaks and more zombies. Ah. Uh, All right, so Max, <laughs> I, man, I'm gonna say you. I don't know you. You tell me what do you think breaks? I, I've got an idea, but what do you think breaks? I think as I'm trying to stack up the boxes, I, I'm pushing on it too hard and it push it right through the window. That was exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, we gotta stack these up. We gotta hide, man. Kids, you gotta calm down. Gotta get a hold of yourself, man. You push this box through the glass pane, opening it up further and drawing more zombies into this one section. Son of a bitch! There's an analogy in here about panicking and overthinking what you're doing. Sometimes you gotta just rush in. All right, all right, everyone, everyone, we've still got a few seconds here. We've got to figure out a way out of this. And I'm going to attempt to make a plan. And oh. I'm going for... Being careful, safe, stealthy, and smart. So I am drawing based on my survival. Okay, so what kind of plan are you making? Uh, oh, you're going to be careful, safe, smart, uh, yeah. stealthy, and smart. Use exactly. survival. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, Richard, man, if this don't work, we're going to charge through that crowd. So I would say this plan is not supported by plenty of resources and people. Uh, absolutely not. Um, and you're not basing the plan on accurate and current information because you don't know what's going on. No idea. The only person that could potentially know what's going on is Marcus and he's outside. Um, if he's even still alive. I don't know if there's a significant opposition that would... I take that back. There is significant opposition because you've got several swarms of zombies around you. Yeah, and it's going to get worse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> does anybody have significant dissent about what plan to follow? I think it's time we push through. We're sitting here. We're trying to plan. I don't think we need to plan. I think we need to make a plan to push through one of these cars. Okay. One of these cars is probably safe, and we're going to jump inside of it. I would say that's a minus two to your um, oh. survival. Okay, so what happens when you get nothing? So you draw one. It's okay. just one draw. All right, well, I already drew two, so let me get rid of these and do it again. And you're doing it from the bite deck, right? Yep. Okay, all right. Perfect. Did you hold on before you do that? What happened to the two cards that or the cards? Actually, we stuck them in the bottom. I'm gonna walk that back. I misunderstood what was going on. That is not Bobby. Wouldn't be at this point pushing onward. Um, he would be okay. saying we need to get our heads down and be quiet. All right. So, um, so it would be I'll one. Go I'll go. It's still one. Why? Because is it... you still have a minus one to it. Okay. All right. So I just need to decide. 
Um, so I would put those on the put them on the bottom and reshuffle the deck. He's just hoping the bite card comes up. Not not knowing what that is. Well, I know I know what they all were, and none of them would have been helpful <laughs> because yeah. So we shall see what happens this time. All right. Can you choose to help? After he draws, you cannot help or uh, do anything with this. I keep drawing something breaks every freaking time. <laughs> okay, <laughs> gotta stop breaking. All right, shit. so I would say that. Okay, I will give you a, a choice here. Okay, um, my heart breaks. <laughs> I will let you s succeed at this, but you're going to take three stress. Okay. To succeed. All right. And and there will be a consequence. All right. So this is one thing I didn't get before we started. Mm -hmm. What happens when your stress maxes out? Yeah. So when you max out your stress, you draw a new another trauma card. Oh. And when you get to four trauma, then your character becomes my character. Okay. Okay. Got it. I don't think we probably won't hit that this time. Yeah, but... probably not. Okay. So do you want to succeed at a cost? Yes. Okay. So here's what I'm going to say. You decide that the plan to be stealthy, the best way to do this would be to distract the horde somehow. Your distraction is twofold. Um, you first of all notice that there is a car outside. So what you decide to do is to real quick take some of the oil that's all over the floor and make a Molotov cocktail out of it. <laughs> And you sit there and you flick your lighter and you finally get it started and throw it at the car. This succeeds to distract the horde. However, two things happen. First, um, you break another window to do this, allowing more of the horde to gather around that area. But two, you also attract the horde that was continuing to walk down the street now also comes at you and you're now facing a horde instead of a couple of swarms. Okay. So so mark three stress. Just did. Okay. Um so what this does though is it puts you guys in a position to say, where do we go from here without taking any more cards? So you can say the the plan was I throw this and we go out the back down the alleyway. We go up to the rooftop and try and make our way across rooftops. That's up to you guys. I, I want you to tell me how what what the plan is, actually, Caleb, because you are the one to present this. Okay, so um, we would consider me succeeding at a consequence, us still getting, would you call it a hit or an edge? I would call it an edge. Okay, so on an edge... Some part of our plan encounters unexpected difficulties or your party splinters. Yeah. So we already decided that. We, we've already okay. decided that piece. Okay. Yep. All right. So yeah, I, I was good. I was thinking that we were hoping to draw more of the horde towards the front of the building so we could get out the back, out the alley. Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. Okay. Richard, man, I think that's a good idea. Let's get going. They're distracted. Quick. Run, run, run. All right. So with that, keep up, old man. That's going to require us. You. That's going to require us to flee from the dead at this point. Uh, no, I'm going to say that because it. Oh, okay. When the, the plane plan resolves, okay. it's in the middle of the plane. So you guys are already out the back door. Okay. Uh, heading down the 
uh, alleyway, successfully getting away from the horde that is forming at the beginning of this building, right? Um, however, I will also say that this alleyway probably ends up down the street from where you were, and Marcus is still in the building that you left him in. Well, what do you want to do about that? We're leave him behind. We can't do that. We can't leave one of our own back there. He wouldn't do that to us. How the hell do you expect us to get back there? I don't know. You're the one with all these plans right now. You're the one who's trying to think things through. Do you weigh that? You sacrifice another one just like you did, Elena? Oh, don't get jealous because he's always the one with the good ideas. Thank you, Max. So I will say this sounds like you are trying to and lead a rescuing NPC. Yes. Okay. So I need you to draw steel. And you did not add those cards back to the deck, correct? I did, but they're at the bottom. Take them out, out of the bottom. I think I drew like four. <laughs> that that sounds okay. So draw your steel rating. I am rushing in without hedging my bets, right? Oh, um, no. I would say you are no longer doing that. I'm this no is a different that. situation. Okay. So I drew safe. Nothing goes wrong. So okay. Goes yeah. Up. So so you are safe. So we get Marcus back. Yeah. How do you? How do I? Oh. Yeah, how do you get Marcus back? How do you save the NPC? Preacher man, the problem with you is that your vision ends just at your immediate needs, not at what everyone else needs. And so you see Bobby rushes over. He picks up this oil jug that's been leaking onto the floor, holds it for just long enough for it to start igniting. He rolls it down the street. And I say, this is going to go up real nice in just a little bit, and that'll get Marcus a nice window to get out of here. And there is a massive explosion, and that draws the entire horde of zombies off in that direction. And that gives Marcus time to get down. Yeah. So, question. Mm -hmm. So, he did... One of the cards he drew was the bite card. So, does that mean we shuffle? Uh, correct. Yeah. Okay. You would shuffle. Yep. Yeah. Leave that so, to you. So, yeah, you guys meet back up with Marcus at the end of the alleyway. And do what? Marcus, they were going to leave you behind. You know that. <laughs> that was one hell of an explosion. You were going, what? You were going to leave me behind? What the hell's wrong with you? you got to understand, we have the important supplies. Does my life mean nothing to you? Look here, you motherfucker. Everyone's life means something to me. Right now, we don't need to fight about it. Guys, we got to go. We got to go. And I'm going to try to I'm, calm, I'm gonna try to calm him down. I'm with the punk rocker now. We better be on the road. So try and calm an NPC, which is... Steel. Yep, draw steel. Eh. Triumph. Okay, yeah. So you can pick two. All right. So with that, um, I'm going to get Marcus to reveal his true concerns, and he's not going to hold me responsible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and I I add on to that. You know as well as everyone else does. I am a man of faith, and I do not leave people behind. Look, I know you got Elena killed. According to him, I... And I know that you don't like me very much. I'm, I, I don't want to be another victim of your hatred. But the, you're right, this is now not the time. Um. Let's go. And he starts heading down the street with you guys. 
I'm assuming you head back to the hospital. I shove one of the oil barrels in his hands so he can carry it. Well, it's an oil jug. We got these two big, you know how oil comes in big plastic jugs. Yeah, exactly. He gets to carry one. (laughs) You're running? I'm running. I'm carrying a big like plastic security case that's got like a ton of fuses inside of it. Like real big was mounted to the wall recently and we just ripped it off. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take care of the other oil jug. God damn it, you guys. Let's go. Maybe you could st- keep up with our catch up with Roxana. Maybe you could stay behind and help. Okay, so just do pull two cards from the survivor deck for me. I think you're up for that, Nick. All right. Got a miss and a miss. <laughs> ben, stop touching the cards. Right? <laughs> I got to triumph. Shut up. <laughs> okay. So we're going to get to a different piece on the zombie moves. Oh, what? You are to set the scene. The four of you are walking down this street, trying to be stealthy and avoiding the herd of zombies that are before you making their way to the hospital. I need you guys, whoever's going to lead this group through the horde, I need you to roll, I'm kind of railroading you a little bit, but um, a fool the dead. So who's going to lead this and... Fooling the dead. Yes, you are fooling the dead into thinking that you are not there. I'm not going to lead it, but I could, I'll help. I'll... Preacher man, you got us into this, and Max, you're a bit of a coward. <laughs> Says the old man. Says the old man who just saved all of our lives. Marcus, yeah, you're going to back me if it wasn't for you me. holding us up, I'd already be back at the hospital by now. I shake the box of fuses in your face, and I say, in the dark. You'd be back in the hospital hey, in the dark. not this loud. All right, so I am going to fool the dead. I draw steel. So, Ad, are you going to help with this? Um, or are you just letting him take the lead? Preacher man. I'm helping. I figured you were helping based on everything. Are you... Are yeah, you so I'd need to mark stress in order to help, right? Yes, you both would need to mark stress to help. Okay. Um, uh, how do I relieve my stress? I forgot. You got to look at your trauma. Your your trauma would tell you how my to... My cards is like impossible for me to keep stress. <laughs> Good for you. Like impossible to keep it down or impossible to accumulate? Like uh, Impossible to accumulate it. Because as long as I'm obeying orders and convincing other people to give orders, I just keep clearing my stress. <laughs> Max, you got my back in this, right? <laughs> yeah, you got a plan. Let's do this. Well, I think I'm rushing in without hedging my bets Did right you say now. you're... Mm, you know what? Since I'm carrying one of the jugs... I think I'm not capable of helping. I need okay. to be guided. Okay. All right. So I would say that you then add one to your draw from Nick or from Max helping you. And then you add one because you are rushing into a situation. I will agree with that. And I draw these from the bite deck. Yes. Those are from the bite deck. And we did not add back the cards from the last time did we uh, i drew the bite deck so yeah so the, i drew the, the bite oh, cards so we did yeah, okay. i shuffled these right. a lot so when they all suck yep. that is on me yep four five yep. because i get plus one from him yep hopefully there's something fucking good in here threat threat safe threat threat safe yes we're safe Two nothing safes. goes wrong <laughs> yeah yeah so you're safe okay so put those off to the side 
Nothing goes wrong. Yeah, nothing goes wrong. Okay. Listen, I know what I'm doing. I have done this so many times, and y'all are just lucky you got me here to get You got the right idea, but we should probably go that way. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose you're not here to see the sights and sounds, but you really should get some culture someday, Max. Culture is important when we're not surrounded. Relative to you, I got culture coming out the ears, man. Listen, grooming is real hard when we ain't got power on. I will trim my ear hair whenever we find a razor. Remind me to move to the next hall down. You guys stealthily move through the zombie horde, not drawing attention to yourself. And you eventually come to a side door of the hospital. And you are able to knock on it quietly. And one of the police officers that provide security for the hospital... His name is Travis, opens the door, and lets you all in quietly. Travis, keep it down. Thank you, Travis. I appreciate you watching out for us. What do you do? We are going to... Well, that's that's a good question. Would well, we... we got to get these fuses back in there, and we got to oil up that generator, so we got all three of them firing. Well, would we want to make that much noise while the hordes are ain't going to make any more noise than they were making before. Now, what we need is to get this done so we can all be on point to defend if the horde shows up. Very well. So, yeah, Bobby is making straight for the basement, jug of oil under one arm, box of fuses under the other. Actually, he hands the box of fuses to Max, and he says, Max... We've grown a whole lot closer right now, and I trust you. You got to go find a way to cut this thing open. <laughs> I so, just draw a big knife out of my pocket. <laughs> that's going to take a while, but I like the spirit. <laughs> Wait, you had that the whole time? I've always got this, man. <sighs> but you don't have anything? And Bobby pulls out a big machete from over his shoulder. <laughs> Preacher, man, just use your sharp wit. That'll work. <laughs> Okay, so Max, you're going to take the security box. I'm, what, and what are you going to do with it? I'm cutting it open. Okay. So I need you to then... We're going to say you turn to violence. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time somebody yeah. did. I have so, to be honest, I didn't expect that to be a dice roll, and I really liked that it is. I know, right? <laughs> so draw savage, your savagery rating. Oh, no. <laughs> that's my dump stat (laughs) it's mine too i'm getting savage on this box cinnamon roll edge okay Uh oh (laughs) good thing you're in a hospital so (laughs) on an edge choose to inflict terrible harm suffer little harm resist making or marking stress avoid collateral damage wait what you could choose two of these. Inflict terrible harm. Suffer little harm. Resist marking stress. Avoid collateral damage. So just So to... basically whatever two you don't choose is going to happen to you. Yeah. Oh. So you're if you don't choose suffer little harm, you're gonna get hurt. If you don't choose inflict terrible harm then you're not going to cause much damage. Yeah. And if you don't choose don't mark stress, you're going to mark stress. But I guess actually no you are you don't have a problem. Yeah. You're yeah. following orders right now. <laughs> yeah. And picking don't picking avoiding collateral damage means something else <laughs> is going to happen. Yeah. Someone else gets stabbed. Avoid collateral damage and suffer little harm. 
We're at a hospital. Collateral damage may not. <laughs> okay. With our luck. So you chose avoid collateral damage and suffer little harm? Yes. Okay. So first I need you to mark two stress. And you are able to open this box without damaging any of the fuses. However, it takes you close to 20 minutes of just fiddling with your knife, trying to pry this thing open. Eventually, you get it open, but not before you break your knife. Oh. The hell do they make these freaking boxes out of? You should have just gone to find an X-Acto knife. During that time, what are you two doing? I'm running down the stairs with my jugs of oil. I'm real happy right now. I'm going to get this generator back up and running. People don't do basic maintenance these days. I got to do everything, but I am ready. So you're running with a pair of jugs? Yeah. Okay. Big, very nice. <laughs> real big. I am going to go find Louisa and report in. Yeah, I guess you could do that. But, you know, I'd rather get the job done before telling the boss. If it's all the same to you. Well, yeah, it is kind of all the same to me because I, for, I prefer that she learns the proper series of events. Okay, so I'm going to say you're trying to avert dis disaster with this uh, because you are trying to prevent uh, the generator from overheating, right? I am. So I want you to draw survival. That's not great. Ah, I drew an edge. Okay. So, Okay. I'm going to offer you a hard bargain, ugly choice, or a Pyrrhic victory. You know, when you don't do maintenance on these things for so long, there's only so much you can do. So, what what do you want? Do you want a hard bargain, a ugly Pyrrhic choice? Pyrrhic victory. A Pyrrhic victory. I think I... I'm, I'm so glad you chose that one. I just... <laughs> There's only so much you can do when you take, when something hasn't been maintained for that long, you know, putting the oil back into it. I don't know. It, Cylinder it, walls have been worn so thin, this thing isn't going to last that long. It's not even that. It's not That's even worse. that. Our Pyrrhic victory is you start the generator, but in your hurry to get this generator up and running, you did not notice that someone had hot wired the intercom to start as soon as this generator started and you start hearing the beat to acdc's highway to hell playing across the intercom blasted and you start hearing the thumping of zombies against the door and you start hearing the chains rattling in the hallways of the locked areas of the hospital that you thought were safe i love this song this is so great who did this for us Thank and you. That's where we end. Hey guys, we're Monster Game Night. Thank you so much for joining us this evening for our special one shot of Zombie World. I'm Russell, and I was your game master. And I'm joined at the table by Nick playing Max Million, Ben playing Caleb Swarson, Mike playing Bobby Simmons. Tune in next session. We release an episode every other Monday. Also, Check us out on any streaming service where good quality podcasts can be found. You should look for us on social media. And by the way, we have a coffee and a Patreon. And if you enjoyed what you're hearing and you want to support the show, and you also like us being ad free and don't want to hear me slinging fucking HelloFresh or Raycon earbuds, 
then go ahead and drop us a few bucks on Coffee or on Patreon. Or if you can't do that, just give us a rating, write a review, and tell your friends and family about the show. Hope that you can come to our next Monster Game Night. Let's go.